Sunday Meditation, May 24, 1981. LL Research Channeling Hatan. L Channeling. I am Hatan, and I greet you in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. My brothers, it is with great pleasure that we welcome here this night those of you who are new to these communications or have not been in communication with us for some time. It is always a pleasure to encounter again or, for the first time, our beloved friends. We of Hatan are grateful for the opportunity to speak to this assembly, for it is so seldom on your planet that we are capable of reaching the minds and hearts of its inhabitants. The message we bring you is not our own, but rather a reflection of that message which springs from your own hearts, for it is merely a repetition of the knowledge within your own souls that one might refer to as having been misplaced or mislaid. Therefore, my brothers, Although we are grateful for the love with which you greet us, be aware that we are not teachers or doers, but rather beloved friends who would assist you, if allowed, to regain and recover the knowledge within your own beings. It is frequent that we are called upon to express our messages, but the calling is often erratic in that those beings who summon our message often do not care for the content and draw away from us, seeking instead the pleasures of the illusion within which you all function to a greater or lesser extent. We therefore, my brothers, encourage that you seek further contact, that you may both develop your own perceptive abilities and also affect more greatly the polarity of your planetary sphere. Your actions, my brothers, affect your planetary sphere more strongly than those of the group whom we may describe as undecided, in that they have not selected yet a polarity of striving. Therefore, your own striving in meditation and service-oriented living is a further service to your planetary brothers in and of itself, as it affects their lives. It is important that you be aware of this, in that the coming events affecting your planet will tend to dismay and panic those beings of your race who are not aware of the causes or intentions behind the cataclysmic events that cast them as twigs into the maul of a maelstrom. As they seek frantically for a point of security or stability within the whirlpool of their lives, they will more and more readily perceive yourselves as steadfast and will hopefully seek to understand and emulate your own efforts toward spiritual growth. Your example, my brothers, has always been pointed out to you as the most efficient teacher. Yet in the times to come, this will be more and more significant, for events will occur that will tend to encourage more and more of your race to polarize in one direction or the other, thus 
hopefully enabling them to achieve inclusion in the harvest. At this time, we would attempt to continue through another instrument. I am Hatan. Carla, channeling. I am Hatan, and I am now with this instrument. Again, I greet you, my friends, in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. To continue, my friends, how often have you acted and thought on the basis of the illusion that there is such a thing as being justified? How many times have you condemned yourself because you were not justified in your own mind? When one has not sufficiently sought to know the self, sought to know the Creator and the Creator within themselves, one is liable to accept what might be called a belief that those ethics and dogmas of your peoples have an independent propriety. How much sadness, my friends, guilt, grief, and consternation has been caused because your peoples do not go within to seek for what is right for them, because the events of the days act upon them. The only measuring stick is the degree of justification in terms of ethics or religion, which is accepted outwardly by your peoples. My friends, to the best of our understanding, there is no justification. You are never justified. You cannot ever be justified, nor can you be wronged, nor can you wrong except intentionally. When you think to yourself, ah, yes, I shall drink a toast to myself, such and such an action was justified. Step back, my friends and see the perfection that created both yourself and whatever else seems to be in conflict with yourself. What is it, my friends, that requires that you be justified? What is it but a lack of seeking to know the truth, that in reality disharmony is not necessary, that in reality those things about you are perfect as they are, without justification. Within your illusion, my friends, there is and there will be much that has no justification. But you, my friends, may transcend that illusion by seeking within yourself a wider perspective, a deeper realization. There will be just as there have been in the past, times when in moments of decision there is no guideline for action. Times when that which your society labels justified does not seem appropriate. Times when your religious teachings, as sincerely and earnestly meant to help as they have been, do not seem appropriate times when there is no outward source for peace and for the feeling that you as a spirit, as a soul, have done as well as you can. The one known as Jesus said in your holy works, 
I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. This saying, my friends, has been much misunderstood and is very central to that which we have to say. This entity, known to you as Jesus, often went to be by himself, to seek within himself that knowledge which is not justification, but rather the knowledge of love. And when he became one with that love, he also became one with the knowledge of what creative actions he might take to be in harmony with the rhythms of his particular way of existence, his particular means of sharing that love among your peoples in what you call your life. And when this entity was in that state of love, he was one in consciousness with the Creator, with love itself. And you also, my friends, when you find that consciousness, when you find that selfhood, that I which is beyond justification, concerns and worries, that I which may move mountains, you too will be the way, for love is the way, the truth. For is not love the truth and the life? And you will be one with the Father, for there is no road to the Father but by love. As you move from moment to moment, we hope that you may in your day never be far from the realization of this love. Never be too far from the means to find the gateway to this paradise. For never will others find justice in all that you do, and never will you find justice in those things that others do. This is not the way of the illusion. But in the knowledge of love, there comes a peace of the feeling that all things are love and that all things are of one creation. The channeling session is interrupted by a telephone ringing. Hatan continues through Carla. I am Hatan. We are sorry for the delay, but this instrument's concentration was somewhat disturbed by her realization that she had forgotten to do some duties to make this meditation more smooth. My friends, it is this kind of thinking of which we are speaking. For a disturbance to occur may not be justified, but that it does occur is a perfect part of a creation of love. When these things occur, when you feel that you have failed, when you feel that you are not justified, step back, my friends, and know that it does not matter. Failure, success, justification, these are illusions and dreams within a dream. Know yourself, then, as one who is learning from failure, from success, from striving and from not striving, and accept all those things in yourself and in others. At this time, 
we would pause that the one known as Lytos may pass among you and offer you the conditioning wave that will enable you to become somewhat more aware of our presence. Merely mentally request that we be with you, for we would not interfere with free will, but are always happy to aid in the deepening of the meditative state. We shall resume through another channel. I am Hatan. Jim Channeling I am Hatan, and am with this instrument, and I greet you once again in the love and the light of our infinite Creator. It is our privilege at this time to offer ourselves in the manner of answering questions which you may have. Are there any questions which we might attempt to answer through this instrument? L. I have a question, Hatan. Earlier this morning, while sleeping, I had a rather unusual dream. Would you care to comment on that? Hatan I am Hatan, and am aware of your question. We would suggest that in dreams of this nature, that you consider carefully the message which you feel through your own feelings in response to the dream. Your dreams are often ways in which another part of yourself chooses to express self to you, to gain an avenue of your attention which normally is not open to it while you are in your waking state. In this general way, are we able to respond to such a question? To speak to the specific nature and content of the dream, we feel would be an infringement upon your free will, but wish to say that the significance in your dream is as you perceive it. May we answer you further, my brother. L. No, that answers it well. Thank you. Hatan. We thank you. Is there another question which we might attempt to answer? Carla, could you give some sort of probability for the Mount St. Helens and that chain of volcanic openings in the earth having problems again in the next few months? I have been having some intuitive feelings about that. And if so, would it aid if we meditated? Hatan, I am Hatan, and we would suggest, my sister, that in instances such as the eruptions of volcanoes, the occurrence of earthquakes, and other natural phenomena which might be viewed as catastrophic in nature, all these are but repercussions or reflections, you might say, of the consciousness of your peoples which has been expressed upon your planet for many centuries. For the friction which has occurred between your peoples has, in its very being, and is in its very being, a vibration of a nature which penetrates the planet on which you live. And as you approach the time which has been called the time of harvest, 
The energies which have been invested in your planetary sphere will be coming full circle, so to speak, and be returning, so that those who inhabit your planet at this time might experience the culmination of this cycle in every degree. The likelihood of such occurrences to continue is very great. To state when such might occur is very difficult. For those, such as yourself, who are interested in alleviating some of the difficulties that ensue when occurrences happen, we would suggest the healing meditation which we have mentioned in other sessions. To simply restate, we might say that in your state of meditation, you might see your planet as it is, with many fissures and openings, scars and wounds that there might be seen here and there darkness and ignorance, that this might be held in your vision for a few moments, and then you might see your planet beginning to shine with a light emanating from various locations, and continue to see the light spreading until your planet glows as a sun. In this way, you will lend the healing energies of your visualization to the healing of the energies which have so long been festering within the material part of your planet. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. No, thanks, Hatan. I think I got it this time. Hatan. Again, we thank you. Is there another question which we might attempt to answer? L. Yes, I have a question concerning healing, especially in light of your previous discussion of justification. It would seem to me that some lessons I've been receiving recently concerning healing would indicate that there are instances where it is appropriate to either heal or refrain from healing, and that an individual would intuitively know when it would be appropriate but that my previously held concept that healing impartially without perception of the results of the healing is less correct. Let's see if I can rephrase my question. Could you consider that an accurate interpretation of the lesson that has been prevented to me lately? Am I perceiving it correctly? Hatan I am Hatan. And we would say, my brother, that in general, you have perceived the process of healing to the best of our understanding in a correct manner. To further explicate, we may say that to heal without the permission of the one to be healed is not permitted, or shall we say, advisable. And we may further add that in many cases, most cases, not possible. For the one who is to be healed must not only give permission to be healed, but must also take part in the process by opening the self to the energies of a healing nature which are being prepared for that entity and which will be transmitted through the channel known as the healer. Because each entity is a part of oneness, each entity participates in the transfer of energy from one part of the oneness to another. 
the healer, so-called, is the means by which this energy is transmitted. The one to be healed must recognize that there is within its own being that part which is not in balance. This part must also be accepted. This part must be recognized and this part must be forgiven for its imbalance. Then, with this state of openness created within the one to be healed, then may the energy from the infinite creator flow through the channel to the one to be healed, and then may the healing process occur. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes, there are two other areas I would like for you to address on that subject, if you will, please. Side one of the tape recording this session ends here. We pick up on side two with L asking this question of Hatan. First, is the area of healing on second dimensional beings, for instance, an injured animal? Second area I would ask you to address is the area of attempting to channel healing for an unconscious human being. Hatan I am Hatan, and we may answer you, my brother, by saying that in both cases, since conscious consent cannot be given, then the abilities of the healer must include being able to communicate with the higher self of each entity. This is especially true in the case of the second density being, for it is not usually the case that clear communication can be achieved with those entities who do not have the, shall we say, complex of mind functioning or activated for communication. But in both cases it is necessary for the healer to communicate, preferably in the state of meditation or prayer, with the higher self of the entity to be healed. And when the confirmation from the higher self is received, then may the healing process proceed. May we answer you further, my brother. L. No, you've clarified the areas that I needed clarified. Thank you. Hatam. Again, we thank you. Is there another question which we might attempt to answer? Carla. Well, I had one, but now I have two. The first one was just, I was kind of curious. It seems to me that some people have a touch with plants or animals that quiets the animal or plants grow well for that person and not for other people. And it's almost an instantaneous state of communication between them. And I was wondering if perhaps this meditative state didn't have to be formal, but perhaps in some healers that are just gifted that way could almost be communicated almost through the fingers instantaneously. Hatan. I am Hatan. And we would answer you, my sister, by saying that in some instances, rare though they be, such entities exist, that by their very presence and their very being, they heal those who are around them, 
who may not consciously ask to be healed, but who subconsciously, shall we say, recognize the presence of one who can heal. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla. Yes, the other question was considerably different. I have been watching with some passing interest the downfall of the world and really glad it's happening so slowly because otherwise I'd kind of get lost. But anyway, the news keeps being very bad and you haven't been gone for quite a while and I was pondering why it was that the Confederation and you hadn't powwowed and sent you off to send love to some world leader or another because so many of them seem bloody-minded right now. And it occurred to me that it was possible that you had done, or perhaps people in the Confederation in general, had worked enough with the people of Earth that they were beginning to lose some of their polarity, because so much had been rejected, so much love had been rejected. I was wondering if this was true, and if this was, why you'd given up this tactic and just fallen back on talking with groups like ours. Hatan. I am Hatan, and to this matter we would say that, fortunately, within the Confederation there are many entities, many planetary entities such as ourselves, who are able to perform the tasks which, many times, as you know, we of Hatan have been asked to perform. That being, the sending of love to certain areas and leaders of your planet to lessen the intensities and reduce the likelihood of the outbreak of war or hostilities. It is unfortunate that we observe that there are no fewer intense areas upon your planet than there have been in the recent past. At the present, there are many areas which present the likelihood of the outbreak of hostilities. These areas are receiving aid from other entities within the Confederation. We of Hatan have served in this capacity many times, and we anticipate, without being pessimistic, that we shall be asked once again at some point in the future to serve in this capacity. May we answer you further, my sister. Carla, just to clear up the part of the query, do you lose polarity when the love is sent back to you without being used? Or is it just a service that you are not attached to the outcome of, and therefore you don't lose any positive polarity, no matter what happens? Hatan I am Hatan, and your assumption is correct that we of Hatan do not lose our polarity when we, shall we say in your terms, may fail at the attempt to send love and experience its reflection instead. But may we also say, in greater terms, that there is no such thing as failure. For in the attempt to be of service, there are still many who are served. For love is not particular in whom it seeks for its resting, shall we say. And though the entities whom we have shall we say, targeted for our love may not accept it. Still the love is sent, and still some part of the Creator receives. May we answer you further, my sister? Carla. No, thank you. 
Hatan. We thank you. Is there another question which we might attempt to answer? I am Hatan. Once again, may we say it has been a great privilege to be able to address your group this evening. We hope that in some small way our simple message has made a spot or a place of love a bit larger in your being. We feel it is a great privilege to be asked to join you in your meditations. We of Hatan are beings of service. To serve another part of the Creator we view as the only reason for being. For the Creator is all that there is. We leave you now in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. We are known to you as Hatan. Adonai Vasu Buragas. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.